From the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios at the Limelight Hotel in Aspen, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. What a great couple of guests we've got with us right now. Max Lundberg, Dave Lundberg, thanks very much for taking the time out before the big celebration. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having us. Now, Max, tell us your role with the team back in 1968. Well, I was a member of the team in 68, and... Uh, that I think is is uh, significant for me. It was perhaps uh, the time when I acquired a great deal more of my ski identity, and so it was important in that sense. Uh, I had a wonderful experience here in Aspen. We came here and trained here for uh, almost a month, and uh, we uh, had some really great opportunities in skiing here and I had to skied here much before and so uh, I, interestingly I came here first to build a couple of swimming pools with my uncle's swimming pool building company and so that was my first introduction to Aspen but I liked it a lot better as a skier. Now, talking with Jonathan Ballou earlier, I was asking him, when do you start working on your inner ski um, presentation? And he said, before, you know, inner ski even starts, we're already four years down the road thinking about the new topic. The 68 team put this together in a month. Did you already have an idea of what you were going to be doing or did it come together while you were all here in Aspen training? We really didn't know. I think there are those who had a better idea than those of us who were members of the team, but I think we put together everything we were going to do in the time we trained together prior to the interski. You did, so it was a real team uh, compilation of what you were going to do. The team was very active in helping to develop the program. Now, Dave, I'm taking it, uh, you look very young. You were probably <laughs> not around to see your dad going through the 68. Uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't around at all. I certainly heard lots of stories about it and uh, and was exposed to it a lot as a child. But in 68, yeah, I, w I wasn't a thought yet. So what was it about what your dad did that really inspired you to get into the ski industry? Um, because as we were talking about before we started recording, you know, a lot of kids want to rebel and get away <laughs> from what their parents did. And I brought up well maybe a snowboard <laughs> <laughs> no I don't snowboard I've, I have snowboarded before but it wasn't an, an act of rebellion um, you know I, I sitting here right now I feel like I'm sitting next to my hero right uh, in my dad and uh, I never hit that rebellious streak from my perspective he might say differently but uh, you know I, I was exposed to the to the ski business from the earliest I can remember going up every day that I didn't have either school or church, I was at the ski area and learning about teaching skiing and being involved in that. And I always uh, enjoyed it. And and so I'll never forget the day when uh, my, my dad had become the educational director for PSIA and we had moved to Colorado. We were living in Arvada and we, he was working on the weekends at, at Winter Park. And uh, I started teaching as a high school kid. and. Uh, driving up so we'd have these weekend long drives up drives up and back from Winter Park and I I'll never forget being in high school and saying okay dad I've decided you know I'm, I'm gonna follow your path I'm, I'm gonna be a ski instructor and hopefully someday be on the team and kind of go down that path and uh, 
surprisingly to me at that time, he looked over and kind of said, are you sure? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, once we talked through it, he certainly was supportive and um, I've been blessed and happy to kind of follow in his footsteps and, and to this point have a very similar career to his without the successes that he's had, but, but the same industry and same uh, opportunities, which has been great. Now, Max, uh, you must feel a real sense of pride hearing your son talk about you this way. But think about the effect you've had on him, but also on thousands of other people. Um, just the joy of the sport that you've brought to them and people like me who really idolized you and uh, wanted to become an instructor in large part because of what you and, and people on the 68 team did. Well, you know, I think that we have all been truly blessed by the things we were able to do and that we were given the opportunity to do. And when I think about Dave, yes, I'm proud of him. Uh, I always have been. He's been a great kid and uh, he's a great uh, young man now. I can't think of him too much as a kid anymore. He's done certainly uh, many of the things that I had the opportunity of doing and he's done them very well. So I'm proud of him. and. Uh, you know, I, I think for him to have taken a hold of the sport as he has has been a, a real uh, blessing to me and, and to my family. And we've, we've enjoyed watching him progress. Now, I want to go back 50 years, but I want to pick both of your brains on this because, Dave, I would love to hear your favorite story that your dad, Max, has shared with you. That's a great around Interski. Uh huh. Oh, that's a that's a great. Um, I, I'm unfortunately some of those stories I might uh, divulge and and put some of uh, the past team members such as Mike Porter and others. I might expose some things I shouldn't expose on over the over Oops. the airwaves. But um, you know, I I think the biggest thing that that I can answer around that are the things that I feel. Um, very happy to have experienced myself and those were really around the relationships that he built with his teammates uh, which is what's so special about this 68 reunion opportunity that we have here a chance for him to get together with some people that you create relationships as as teammates uh, on the team you create relationships that really are hard to replicate uh, as you spend time together and you develop the current teaching and, and technical approaches of the organization and influence that as a group. You create a bond and a connection that um, that's, as I said, really hard to, to, to create in any other way. And so he shared many of those stories with me. And then as I uh, got the opportunity to be on the team for a period of time and go to an inner ski in, in Europe, and, uh, in St. Anton, and, and to be able to have that same connection, build those same relationships, um, watch each other succeed and fail and build up and support one another. It, it was um, those same things he shared is really, those are the kind of things that made me push forward and and go through all the training and the efforts to become a part of of the team is that camaraderie and and team environment that that is felt there as we influence and, and create some direction for the organization and so while i'm not calling out one story that's what it's about um and and it's no, been great to very hear well those. put yeah and Max, I know that's a ridiculously hard question to pin down something, but is there a particular memory from 68 that really stands out to you? 
And it is a hard question and hard to pin down. Uh, 68 was very special because it was a, a new experience for us. We were not only participating in Interski, but we were sponsoring it. And so we felt a tremendous uh, responsibility to really represent PSIA and the United States in a very positive way. And we were doing everything we could do to perform well, to show the uh, American teaching system uh, for something that was progressive and uh, took into account the needs of our uh, clientele and, and really take care of them. And I think the thing that was that is most impressive to me is that I think we were able to do that. That we were able to show them that we as representatives of PSIA were very human and uh, very uh, interested in people. And that our whole focus was on how we could help people to become uh, enabled and, and better capable of performing the ski sport. And that was what we tried to do. We didn't uh, try to make it a super technical show, although it was, you know, we were right on the heels of people like Bill Lash and Paul Villar, who had done so much work and received a lot of criticism, but I think uh, also should have received a lot more uh, recognition for the positive things they did for PSIA as they worked technically and gave us the opportunity to work just uh, joyfully in a sport that we all loved and uh, with the kind of freedom that uh, we all thought skiing should provide to everyone who participated. And Dave, is that kind of a, a theme that's really stuck with PSIA throughout all of really interski history? It seems to me that the U.S. team has always really put an emphasis on fun and the guest and a good experience. Is, is that fair to say? Yes, it, it's very fair to say. As, as my dad was talking about that 68 experience, I thought about standing upon the shoulders of those people that, that were there in 68 and years following that and uh, and thought about my experience in St. Anton and, and the reality that our message is, was and is today very much about how do we take the sport and and then take the individual that's standing in front of us, be focused on that individual, what they need in order to understand and develop and, and grow. And I think the U.S. Has, has always led the way in not in being technical, sure, but in, in making sure that we're connecting with our guests and that we're providing them a customized approach that aligns with what they're looking for. And so that theme that started in 68 or or whenever it started in those times that they built upon in, or that they built in, in 68, we as an organization have have held true to and have built on since that time. And, and I sure hope it's something we continue to to hold as a part of our, our culture and what's what's important to us because that connection with our guests is what allows us to really provide a, a technical approach that aligns with what they need to learn and enjoy and, and um, have that same passion that we bring to it. 
And Max, what was kind of the trigger for that uh, attitude that the U.S. team had? Because, you know, the Austrian style, the French style, very structured. You know, I think that we all respected the Austrians, the French, and the Swiss for the things that they had done. But I think we have always been a free-spirited people. And I think that spirit was very clear in all of the members of the 68 team and of, in the members of teams that followed that. I had the privilege of being here in 68, but I was also involved with the team clear up into the 80s and right up to the 90s. And so I watched that same spirit in new members of the team and the old members who were beginning to phase out but who had had just an unbelievable influence on the ski sport in the United States. We loved it and uh, we loved being outdoors and uh, in the mountains and I think that showed in what we were doing. Uh, Dave, looking at uh, the 68 team here all together, uh, that camaraderie really shows through. I mean, it, it's so obvious with all of you. You just seem so happy to see each other. Uh, your time on the team at your 50th anniversary, do you feel like that sense of camaraderie will also be there? I believe it will. I, uh, I, I'm not currently on the team, and as a past team member, when I have those opportunities such as tonight and I you know, run into past teammates of mine, um, that bond is still strong, it really and, is. and it's uh, and it's something that that I believe will always be there. It's it's fabulous, yeah. And what do you think about '68? Really made that bond special for you guys. Well, I think we were working so hard together to try and produce a representation of what skiing in the United States was all about that we really uh, came together trying to represent who we were. And uh, we were probably as relaxed as any team on the mountain. We may not have in some ways been as proficient uh, in our skiing skills. Uh, I think in almost every way we were, but uh, we were what skiing ought to be, a free-form sport that you're just able to go out and, and enjoy and help others enjoy. When people watch you coming down the hill, they should think, gosh, that looks like fun. And uh, that's exactly what you're feeling. And, you know, your technical ability is important. It makes a difference in how much fun you're able to have. But but it's not the thing that uh, is most critical about skiing. I've been with absolute beginners who just get out there and giggle and laugh and, and have a great time, even in the midst of falling down and struggling to get back up and all of that. It's just that skiing generates and uh, incorporates the pleasure that is part of sport. Final question for both of you, Dave, and I'll be asking you the same question, Max. Um, it's obvious you both have a real passion for what you do. 
more for skiing the sport or more for teaching? <laughs> for me, it's I love the sport of skiing. And um, as my dad was describing, uh, the fun of it, uh, there's nothing better than finding yourself ha self halfway down a run and just starting to laugh, which, you know, that, that, that feeling and that sensation puts a big smile on my face. To me, it's about influencing people. It's about um, how you can make a difference in somebody's life. And, and believe it or not, sport is a great way to do that. And, and sport in the nature that's around us, the beautiful mountains, experiencing that, uh, and, and being able to coach and develop students, coworkers, peers, um, is, is really what make, brings happiness to me, honestly, in, in, in being an influence, a positive influence in the lives of the people that are around me. Max? I certainly support what Dave has said. Um, I think one of the things that's been most important to me is, you know, people ask me what I've done in my life for my living and what kind of work I did. And I said, I've never worked a day in my life. And that people may not truly agree with that, and, and I know that I have worked some days, but skiing has been a pure pleasure. And teaching skiing has been a pleasure. I think about the people that have become my close friends and associates, individuals that I would never have known if it hadn't been for the sport of skiing. And I think how much joy we've shared together on the mountain. You know, and you think of these people who are so different than you are. Uh, doctors who uh, spend their time opening people's chest and operating on their heart. Uh, and you think, my goodness, I could never do that. But you become so close to those people that you just feel like they're a wonderful part of your life. And that, I think, has been the thing that's most significant to me. And of, of course, the instructors that I have worked with over the years and the team members that I've been privileged to associate with have made a great difference to me. We've all been different. We have different lifestyles, uh, different approaches to life, but we have one thing that binds us together in that brotherhood that we talk about, and we have always uh, just been able to enjoy it fully. Well, Max, Dave, I've taken a lot of your time here, and I know a lot of people want to be visiting with you. I really appreciate you coming by and uh, chatting with us this evening. Well, thank, thank you. you. From the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios at the Limelight Hotel in Aspen, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.